This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, October 7th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Prop 12 positioning. Actions coming on Biden food strategy. And Brazil eyes bigger soy crop. Prop 12 backers defend case ahead of SCOTUS argument. A second big Supreme Court case for agriculture is coming up next week. This one involving California's Proposition 12 requirements for animal housing. The National Pork Producers Council and American Farm Bureau Federation are arguing that the law violates the Dormant Commerce Clause because of its extraordinary effects on the industry, including its ban on the sale of pork in the state that the offspring of sows raised in gestation crates. Attorneys who wrote briefs supporting California's position stressed yesterday that Prop 12 is neither protectionist nor discriminatory. It applies to all pork products regardless of where they were produced, says Brian Fazell of the Constitutional Accountability Center. Fazell said the Supreme Court, quote, has never invalidated a law like Proposition 12 under the Dormant Commerce Clause and that if the court rules for NPPC, states would be significantly hampered in passing health and safety laws protecting their own residents. What happens on Tuesday? Well, Timothy Bishop of Mayor Brown in Chicago will get 20 minutes for NPPC and the AFBF, and then the U.S. Solicitor General will have 15 minutes. California will get 25 minutes in response, and the Humane Society of the U.S. will then have 10 minutes. The U.S. is backing both the pork producers and Farm Bureau. Lawmaker sees disaster aid in omnibus. A veteran Republican on the House Ag Committee, North Carolina Representative Dave Rouser, expects ag disaster funding to be included in an omnibus spending bill that Congress needs to pass in December. And in interview with this week's AgriPulse newsmakers, Rouser cautioned that an estimate of the needed funding hasn't been finalized. We'll just see what we need moving forward on the agriculture front, he said. Newsmakers to be available later today at AgriPulse.com. Farm groups digging through H-2A rule. Farm groups are poring over a new 594-page Labor Department rule that tightens regulations for employers of H-2A workers. Among other things, the rule clarifies requirements for housing and meals. It also makes clear that agricultural associations that apply for H-2A workers on behalf of member growers can be held liable for violations of regulations by individual farms. The new regulations take effect next month. Timing does matter. The new regulations will apply to farms seeking workers who are needed more than 90 days after the rule takes effect. Take note, the advocacy group Farm Worker Justice says the department intends to issue additional regulations addressing worker protections. Sam Peek, an immigration policy specialist with Americans for Prosperity, says the new regulations will already make the program harder for farmers to use. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. AgriPulse Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy cooperative in the country based on milk volume. Edge is a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. 
Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. EDGE believes environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Biden administration looks to carry out food strategy. Laura Carroll of the White House Domestic Policy Council says we can expect announcements from federal agencies in coming weeks and months as they carry out the administration's national strategy for addressing hunger and diet-related diseases. One under-the-radar part of the strategy mentioned by Carroll in a conference called yesterday implementing and updating federal food service guidelines in federal facilities that promote fruits, vegetables, whole grains, low-fat dairy, and low-sodium options. We certainly know that the federal government has incredible procurement power, Carol said. Participants on the call said that with the conference still uh, in fresh in people's minds, they plan to push for a continuation of flexibilities implemented during the pandemic so families can access benefits more easily. Brazil raises soybean production forecast. The Brazilian government says farmers there going to plant soybeans on more acreage than ever before, raising the production forecast to about 5.6 billion bushels. That's roughly 100 million bushels more than the USDA is predicting. The country was just begun planting this year's crop, and weather will be a major factor. Drought conditions last year took a major toll on southern Brazilian farmers, but University of Illinois' uh, Joanna Calusi says initial expectations are that growing conditions will be more conducive this year. Brazil's national supply company, which goes by uh, the Portuguese acronym CONAB, is now predicting Brazilian farmers will plant 106 million acres with soybeans. That's a 4% increase over the 101 million acres last year. Mississippi River shippers to see more slowdowns due to pipeline removal. Barges carrying lighter loads due to low water levels may face additional slowdowns on the lower Mississippi River, that because of construction-related closures. The captain of the Port of New Orleans has announced restrictions at mile marker 189.5 on the lower Mississippi River that due to a pipeline removal. The water will be closed to southbound traffic for about 10 nights in October and early November. But barges heading down the river may also experience slowdowns on the days it is open. Keep in mind, barges are already being loaded lighter to prevent groundings from low water levels on the river, slowing the transport of commodities during the harvest. U.S. walnut exports to China continue to decline. U.S. walnut exports to China will continue to decline in the 22-23 marketing year as China produces more and Chilean exports take advantage of a significant tariff advantage, that according to an analysis by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. Chile has overtaken the United States as the biggest walnut supplier, largely because of a bilateral free trade agreement that allows Chilean walnuts to enter the China market at zero tariffs, says FAS. Chinese tariffs on U.S. walnuts range from 64% on shelled nuts 
74% on end-shell nuts as exporters continue to bear the burden of the trade war that erupted during the Trump administration. Well, here's today's He Said It. By improving H-2A program regulations, we are strengthening worker protections, meeting our core mission. That Labor Secretary, Marty Walsh, on the final rule announced yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, October 7th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.